Hi, everybody. It's Bill. Before we start with today's show, right after we recorded what you're about to hear, Singapore elevated its concern level with the coronavirus. Now, that was supposed to lead to a bunch of different provisions, including how to handle public events and things like that. One unexpected thing it led to was a food panic. People rushed to the grocery stores to stock up on basics like rice and dried noodles and toilet paper. Now, that has calmed down a little bit. The government is asking people to just be okay. There's no actual supply shortages, just the ones that we're creating. But you will not hear us talk about that in what's coming up. We do talk about the coronavirus, but you will not hear us talking about that. We'll probably address it more in our next episode after this one. Enjoy, and please wash your hands. Hello and welcome to the Foreign Influence Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Nikolai. And we are literally out here we in are. sunny Singapore out here today. We are recording uh, at LaSalle College of the Arts. Yeah, that's right? it. Beautiful we were, environment. It is. It's a wonderful building. Uh, we decided to uh, come outside because of the plague. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it's always more fun to watch people fall down in the streets. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> the car just Bring went by. Bring out your dead. We were concerned that it would interrupt the recording, <laughs> uh, but fortunately they moved on. Right. Uh, yes, for anyone who's not paying attention, the coronavirus is here in Singapore. Yes, sir. Uh, we have 30 confirmed cases. No deaths. No deaths. So far. Um, but of course it's on everyone's mind. It is. People are very, very worried. Very worried indeed. And a massive run on all kinds of disinfectants and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> face masks and anything you could even remotely use to disinfect anything or stay safe from the virus is sold out, not only nationwide, but in the entire region. That is absolutely true. In fact, uh, we use Clorox wipes at home. That's the name drop, by the way. If you're listening Clorox, we're, we're taking on sponsors. Yep. We use Clorox wipes at home. Uh, we ran out. The best and way to stay I, alive. I <laughs> <laughs> Clorox. Yeah, is it? Whoa. Is that a jingle? No. Okay. <laughs> I just invented it. Pay me money, Clorox. <laughs> yes, Hire me. Right. Already. Yeah. Uh, I went online to two online delivery stores right. that we have here in Singapore. Out. Out. And they had an option for how you could order it overseas. So I actually went to Amazon.com separately. Another sponsor. Right, right. And I ordered a case. Of wipes. Right. Yeah, we ordered. That'll be here next week. A bunch of antibacterial hand soap. And we, you know, but actually what people don't realize, you can just use soap. <laughs> no, no, look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're joking a lot about this, but I mean, obviously, uh, back in China, it's quite severe right now. Well, There's it's, uh, it's obviously a very serious situation, but we might as well have a little bit of fun while we're suffering through it. <laughs> while we're still healthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 31,000 cases now, confirmed cases, mm -hmm. uh, 630, 40 deaths uh, in China. Um, interestingly, though, that, that's, uh, if you believe the official statistics out of China, that's mm -hmm. a fairly low death rate. It is. I, and there's even uh, people saying that the death rate probably is accurate, but the infection rate might not be, which would make it an even lower death rate. Right. Uh, so we'll basically, well, I'm still of the opinion that we'll see how it pans out elsewhere. 
IE here and Thailand uh, to get a more uh, objective measure on what's really going on, even though the World Health Organization has um, just uh, made a statement saying that the numbers look legit to them. Hmm. And that actually, uh, you know, it's a very difficult thing to identify, especially in the smack in the middle of the influenza season. Yeah. To, to identify uh, uh, an isolated pocket of unusual pneumonias actually isn't an easy thing to do. And that it's their evaluation that reporting was both accurate and timely. Well, and so that's good, right? Yeah. Because the other outbreaks of coronaviruses, most uh, notably SARS and MERS, right. actually had pretty high death rates. And while this one seems to be extremely infectious, not particularly right. deadly. Exactly. Um, not that any death is <laughs> good, uh, but... But yeah. it is inevitable. Well, well yes. <laughs> there's a certain timely factor there, so. to it. Right. <laughs> but you I know, would yeah, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Well, so the interesting thing here is that there's so much fake news circulating mm -hmm. on the internet mm -hmm. as well, right? So all of these... Well, I use the wake... The, the words fake news but there's a lot of speculation going around and just observing the way that people handle that information and process the speculative information that is being shared online is really interesting to me like people now massively seem to mistrust even the world health organization yeah which i think by all objective standards is completely reliable yeah there's f one reason to question, maybe, because they went to China uh, early on in this outbreak, and basically China persuaded them not to declare it an emergency. But a few days later, they did. Yeah. Right? Um, so there, was, there were some questions as to, well, how did China lean on them to get them to hold off? But eventually, they did. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, uh, and you have to put that trust uh, in the World Health Organization or, or so, some sort of expertise Otherwise, what do you turn to? Well, definitely not to Twitter babe 2718, <laughs> who has very strong opinions on this outbreak. But 2719, <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. So, yeah, measure your information carefully. Weigh it carefully, people. Yeah. yeah. But we have even, I wouldn't call it panic, but just um, hypersensitivity yeah. uh, amongst the people that we know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so it's it's tricky, but I got to tell you, we're here in Singapore. Uh, if you are outside of Asia, um, you might be thinking, my God, what is this thing that's cropped up over in Asia again? Look, life's pretty normal. Yeah. Um, the government is taking steps. It's laid down certain rules about who can come in the country. Uh, they're discouraging uh, large gatherings of people, but virtually everyone's walking around without a mask. Yep. Um, nobody is panic buying in stores, nope. except for the one product we mentioned. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's pretty calm. <laughs> it's pretty calm. Yeah. yeah. No, it is still, life here is still very much enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Very Especially much pursuing its regular course. Yeah. February. Especially in February. We, we won't mention the temperature. No, I got a sweating here. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, one, uh. To bring it around yeah. to China again, one death in particular that I do want to mention from this uh, just happened last night when we were recording oh. this, uh, is Dr. Li Wenliang. Uh, he very early on uh, got concerned about the outbreak of mm -hmm. the coronavirus and posted to some of his colleagues, fellow doctors, saying, hey, I think there's a new thing you should watch right, out for. Right. And uh, the cops came and said, you're causing disorder, you can't spread that around, and they right. made him take down the messages. Yeah. Uh, again, he died last night, 
And I would say he died a bit of a martyr of for open, transparent politics. Uh, that I- you need a vibrant civil society and that ability to talk to power uh, that it is a better system in the long run. Uh, and in this specific case, I, I, I think it really pans out uh, for having a judgment on China's politics. In the specific case of China, Bill, I would absolutely agree with you. Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 We're talking about China, China. right? Which is clearly a very lockdown society. Uh, it is now famously under very tight control right. under President Xi Jinping. Uh, and this sort of outbreak getting out of control could be quite threatening to yeah, a, a regime be. that relies on, on that kind of legitimacy. Because it undermines your uh, legitimacy to keep your people safe, right? Right. Right. Well, it's the deal you make. Yeah, it's the deal you make. Right. Yeah. We're going to have... We'll take away your civil liberties in exchange for security. Right. And prosperity. And if no, we're going to give you prosperity. Right. Yeah. Well, in exchange for, for, for a flourishing economic environment. Like if, if either growth or security fail you, then you have a massive problem on your hands, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is a classic security. Right. And uh, all of the evidence points to that they covered up that there was a growing viral outbreak for about five weeks mm. before they really came clean with it. Uh, and a lot of people were throwing the mayor of Wuhan under the bus saying the people in Wuhan should have done more. Well, he came out and he gave a press conference on national television and basically said, well, you know, we, we had to do what the central government told us. <laughs> <laughs> you might be uh, familiar with this concept, well, <laughs> fellow citizens. <laughs> my God. I mean, yeah. look, he must have thought he was going to hang anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm taking somebody with me. Right, exactly. He must have been in a... In, in a visceral danger. <laughs> yeah. to just go out and say that on a public channel. It's right. crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but again, yeah. that shouldn't be a threat. And so this has been a bit of a theme on this show that we consider those kinds of values to be important and potentially under threat by right. the rise of China's system, which is really a, a challenging sociopolitical system. Um, and I just think this is a concrete example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of well, a weakness to that system, right? Well, if only there was a solid democratic process in place to make a change, right, Bill? In China? As one might in the United States of America, for example. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, so, so turning, to, yeah, turning to the U.S., uh, we just had the... the we got, we're going to go a little deeper into U.S. politics in this episode than we usually do. Uh, yeah, we just had the Iowa caucuses. Uh, so a caucus is unlike a primary where you vote. A it's caucus, kind of bird, right? It is. It's very pretty. has <laughs> nice plumage. Uh, when you kill it, you make a boa out of it. Nice. Yeah, Isn't like that it. nice? Yeah. Yeah. And there's the one in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> where... It was uh, an intern. An intern <laughs> bird. It was right. just interning for Right. But a, gr- a group of people get together and they actually meet in person to decide right. who they want to vote for. And they go through multiple... Uh, well, two versions of, of voting, uh, and then they report the results. Well, you likely have heard that it was a complete shit show. Uh, they tried to use an app that nobody was trained on, and it didn't really work, and their backup systems didn't work. Uh, so the results are questionable, and I'm of the opinion we just move on So the Iowa caucuses. But does the caucus have any official weight? Is it just like a... 
How does that work? Is it just like to to get a to get a feel for the temperature? Is it like uh, it's been traditionally used more to get the feel for the temperature? Um, but what it is is what's on the line are delegates to the Democratic Convention, and right. you win a proportional number of the delegates uh, oh. that will ultimately go to the convention, and those delegates are obliged to support your candidacy when you get to the convention. There's bad faith de delegates sometime, but it's pretty rare. People who switch their vote, even right. though they were supposed to go the way they were supposed to go. Uh, but most of these people uh, will stick to it. And if you win most of them, you win. Delegates. And you get, the official, you get the official nod as the Democratic uh, presidential nominee. Right, because that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Choosing the nominee. There were very few on the line in Iowa. And there's very few uh, coming up in New Hampshire. So these are more beauty contest, momentum building kind of things. Isn't it interesting that this isn't decided through Democratic vote? <laughs> well, this is one of the complaints. Right? Ab about the caucuses. By the people, I mean. Y yeah. Well, they're, right. they're people. I mean, they're and human I, beings. I, I hear with you. feelings. But it's not the people. <laughs> not, not all of them. Right. So right. one of the criticisms Just the of, this, of this. <laughs> well, a little bit. That's right. one of the criticisms is the, uh, the caucus goers are the people who can get out there on a weekday night. They're able to get into right. the building and they can hang out for three, four hours doing this thing. Two, three, four hours. Whereas people who can't get off work, people right, who can't right. do all this stuff, people who uh, might have disabilities, people with kids... Maybe they can't come out. Well, there's nothing wrong with choosing whoever is going to be the nominee of your party that way, I think. It doesn't, doesn't hinder the true democratic process, which, by the way, is completely bankrupt anyway in the U.S., right? Since people don't actually vote for the president. Well, you're probably hinting at the Electoral <laughs> College or right. something? Yeah. Yes. Well, we can so talk about that in a minute. Like there's just in between, there's a little democratic like makeup. Saying, oh, you actually get to vote for something, guys. And right. Then, right it, at neither end of it. <laughs> is that vote actually being used to elect anyone? Well, not in the... I mean, the primaries are the primaries, so we're narrowing the field. Huh. Yeah. And then it comes down to not getting your vote counted. Right. Yeah. Th that great system, yeah. <laughs> I think it's the most beautiful democracy in the world. Anyway, it's not like your president. Even if he loses, he's not going to leave. So yeah. It's going to be Trump Jr., man. Right. So you... If you go out on Twitter, you can find this. Uh, he retweeted an animation that oh, basically yeah. said Trump 2020, Trump 2024, mm. 2028, and all the way to infinity. And the idea being that Trump will be around forever. Now, it was supposed to be a bit of a dig because you can never get rid of me. But to liberals, it's like, what, you think you're just going to be around forever? Uh, it was threatening. To liberals, yeah. it was threatening. Um, but, of course, just about everything he does is threatening in one way or another. To well, what I found absolutely hilarious was the overwhelmingly positive response. <laughs> like, to, to, to Yeah, to this tweet. Like, people just cheering him on. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yay, yeah. Trump forever. So you actually want an authoritarian leader? And, and, and on Seemingly. top of that, you want Trump to be that authoritarian leader? I mean... Seemingly? That's, wow, that's really stupid. Well, it, it's a... It's a whole cult of personality that has developed around Trump. And true cult in that black is white, white is black. Right. Right? Uh, Republican Party held a bunch of positions before Trump. He was no longer for them. Now they're not for them either. Uh, these things objectively happened. No, they didn't happen. I, I, 
it's incredible. And then uh, married to this incredible naivete that this billionaire will somehow look out for you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, right. it, it is just overwhelmingly dumb. <laughs> I have a really hard time believing that these people actually exist. But S they do. They do. So on the Democratic Clearly side, they do. one of the darlings coming up. So the winners out of Iowa were basically Pete Buttigieg, who was the former mayor great of South name. Bend. That's a Isn't winner that the, right there. The great. That's Don't ask me to spell it because yeah. I won't. I can just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the marketing agency is going to take care of this guy. They're, they're going to... So that's a home run for them. Shit. Yeah, don't pronounce it Buttigieg. It's Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bernie Sanders. So those were yeah. the two big ones. Biden, who's been leading in national polls. Biden came oh, in fourth. Oh, he's still alive? Cool. Wow. <laughs> yes. He might make it. He, he came in fourth. Well, they're all old, except for Buttigieg. Well, Bernie, though, he is a strut, man. He, he's he's, hey, just, he he's does. walking around like he fucking owns the place. Oh, he's probably feeling pretty good. He basically got the greatest number of votes out of Iowa. Yeah. But on the billionaires, Michael Bloomberg is making his way in. Right, right, right. He has spent $300 million of his own money to buy his way into the middle of the pack. Well, I'm sure he's doing it for the, for the greater good. Well, again, he's going to look out for you. Yeah, he is going to look out for you. Look what he, did to, what he did to New York. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy around his time in New York, mostly around an issue of stop and frisk in the Democratic circles. Mostly around the oh, issue yeah? of stop and frisk, where yeah. it was basically, we're just going to walk up to you randomly. If you're black, and frisk you. There, there was a huge part. There was a giant <laughs> color element. Yep. Yep. Or if you live in a certain neighborhood. Yeah. Right? No, it's yeah. not because of the color of your skin. It's because of the neighborhood you live in. Oh, It's not yeah. racist. It's well, it's a good thing that U.S. neighborhoods aren't segregated. Yeah. Because then there's nothing to worry about. It's a futuristic bill. It's, it, it, it's common sense policing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I see wow. it. Wow. What? You're working for the campaign now. <laughs> hey, he has a lot of money. Well done, sir. <laughs> I'm siding with the winner. Oh, it's the Dutch thing. Uh. So it's the New York connection, New Amsterdam uh -oh. <laughs> connection. I get it. I'm not comfortable having this discussion on air. <laughs> <laughs> right. The veil has been pulled back from what is driving U.S. politics. Uh, yeah, so we've got this uh, situation where... Uh, Trump is fully acquitted, oh, so fully can energized. Just, can I talk about the national anthem, one? And the, the U.S. national anthem or yep. the Dutch uh, one? Because you're going to have to sing it. The U.S. And, okay. and, and, and the, the national prayer breakfast, whatever no. you call that thing. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, during the national anthem, you're supposed to... Like, oh, this happened. Right. Absolutely, whatever you do, not take a knee, right? What's the story there again? Yeah, so Colin Kaepernick was... Uh, in the NFL and to protest police uh, injustices. He took a knee during the uh, national anthem at U.S. American football games. So I repeat to And it was protest. quite controversial on the conservative side. Police injustices. He took a knee. Yes. Right? But Trump, right, was, was, wasn't he like celebrated for pretending... What was he doing? He was waving his arms around. He was pretending to... Where were they? They were at direct a... Direct an orchestra. Oh, it was like... It was before the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, d during... They were at a dinner or a ceremony, and somebody was shooting uh, video just with their phone, and they caught him basically dancing during the national anthem. Right. So rather than standing there solemnly, singing along, he started waving his arms like he was... Uh, Work, you know, conducting yeah. the band. Yeah. yeah. Uh, li literally the stuff that four-year-olds do. Right. Such a cool what guy. Four-year-olds do. Cool guy. <laughs> wow. 
But that's the kind of thing that on Fox News would be news for months. Yeah. They would never once let it go. Yeah. Well, um, I'm sure that if he had been a black athlete, <laughs> right, his career would have been ruined. But fortunately, he's a... Do you not understand where skin color comes in? He's a white billionaire. So right. it's all good. Right. Yeah. Well, and the cult's in full play. Right. And the cult is in full play. Yeah. So all the rules much? change. Completely crazy. It's all double standard. And, like and look, political parties do double standards all the time. My big one is with Bill Clinton in the modern day, the modern Me Too era, where the Democrats have very much gotten on board with this idea of uh, we need to get away from men exploiting women yeah, and like, all this kind of like thing. Be a little, little bit less rapey. Yeah, don't be right. a dick. <laughs> right? <laughs> guys, guys, it, let's be less rapey this year. Yes, Come on. please, please. Because we're going to have to start tracking it or something. <laughs> it's bad, it's bad for the votes. Right. So they've gotten on board with this noble goal, but they haven't tossed Bill Clinton, mm. former President mm. Bill Clinton, out of polite society, who I would argue abused his power as president to have that affair with an intern. Yep. So double standards exist when power's on the line, but man, the Republicans and Trump do it like nobody else. It's crazy. From the outside, it just looks completely crazy. You know what? From the inside. And it looks like the demise of your democratic system. Yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, truly I hope that's not the case, but it looks, <coughs> like it, yeah. it, it, it looks like you're heading for a giant brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't find a way to stop it. Well, it's hard not to be bleak about it, uh, for sure. Uh, it's hard to see how we come back uh, from a cult of personality uh, like this, uh, one whole party taken over by power and untruth. Um, and of course it doesn't do much for the world as a whole. I know I, we've talked about this before. Look, I know the U S has got all kinds of flaws in its foreign policy and doesn't live up to its ideals, but compare it to the competitor right now of China, I would choose You're doing a pretty good the U S so far. So good. Yeah. But it might change. Yeah. Well, I would have done one thing differently if I had been Trump. Mm. I would have taken your guns away. <laughs> now, they probably would have agreed. Yeah. If he had said it was okay. Yeah. Just, just to play it safe. Just a little bit. Because after the elections, oh. you might at some point decide you need them. See, if I was Trump, I would have taken away the Bibles. Yeah. That Replace would. them with something else. Or, yeah. or make an official Trump translation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what right. we need. <laughs> Oh the Trump God. version, the Trump version. <laughs> I could hear it, yeah. We're going to make the best world. It's the best <laughs> world. There's <laughs> never been a world like this. No one's ever seen a world like this before. And there was this one broad, oh my God, you can just <laughs> grab her by the pussy. Oh. She'll love it. Oh, God. <laughs> God, see, there you go. He, the, the snake would be Mexican. He actually, it would be oh, shit. Oh, we could write the whole Trump Bible. <laughs> oh, jeez. Let's work on it. The gospel according to Trump. This is the thing. Evangelicals, the good people of the world, he absolutely said all those things. For mm -hmm. some of you who might have forgotten, he was caught on tape talking about how you just grab women by the pussy. Very rapey. And also, he went to this sex island with the child rapist. Oh, uh, he did? Where he kept all the 14-year-olds. Oh. Um, right? The guy yeah, how who I absolutely did not kill himself. <laughs> kill himself. Um, <laughs> Look into it. He didn't kill how himself. How am I blanking clearly. on his name? What's his face? Jeffrey Epstein? Yes, thank you. They're clear. I mean, he did not hang him. He hung himself. He, d he didn't get killed. Right. 
the videotapes of his cell did not go missing. No, don't worry about it. It really not Nothing an issue. To see here, not he an just, issue. He did start a bank, though. If <laughs> you heard that, apparently he started a bank. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah to wire uh, to to put away some money, and he did have this island with all those, you know, apparently. Uh, Fourteen-year-old uh, girls. Wow! Right, right, right. And, and and he visited. Um, he was good friends with him, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's video apparently. of Trump yeah, yeah. at his parties, and the two Never of them met yucking him, it up together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know him. Yeah. That's his thing all the time. Not a right. question. Just lie about it. Yeah, just, right. I never yeah. knew him. Da 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 da. Listen, I I think if he stays in power, if you don't vote him out, it's the leader you deserve, man. Shit, what can I tell yeah. you? Well, the, the whole system get their is shit together doesn't help that the electoral college is biased toward um, his constituency um, but the Democrats are a hot mess they can't choose what direction they want to go in um, you know the, the Democrats over the last 10 years have really been a party uh, that has collapsed they've lost seats uh, at every level of government over an extended number of years uh, in legislatures and governorships uh, and until recently, in the entire federal government, they controlled the whole thing. Uh, th yes, the Democrats got the House back in 2018, but this is still not a party that seems to know how to do politics very well. Right. Yeah. So I, I wish I saw more uh, willingness to try new things, uh, develop a different playbook, and frankly, just get better at politics. Uh, but I, I don't see it happening. So that is among my worries for why Trump is a shoo-in. Uh, yeah, man. I've written about this, and I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes, but I, I really think Trump, if you put me on the spot today, he's got it. Four more years. I, I would love to disagree, but uh, I mean, I, I think you're completely right. Yeah. Another four years, at the very least. How about we wrap this up with I some good news? I was going to say, man? right, if you got some good news, let's start the music. I do. Let's and start. For so God's sakes, man. <laughs> Find something about puppies or... As always, I am reading this from the Good News Network on Twitter, uh, on Good News Network. So, altruistic babies. New study shows hungry infants will give up food in order to help others. God, see, we're all socialists. Bloody Democrats. <laughs> Corrupting the youth. Oh. All right, more positivity. Saltwater toilets. Huh. Uh, that's a new concept. May soon begin saving fresh water around the world thanks to new red sea bacteria. Ah, uh, saltwater toilets. That's interesting. Okay, but I then how would I drink out of it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, look, man, change requires no one's, painful no alterations one's thinking of your about life. The dogs. No one is. No, no one ever thinking does. About the dogs. No one ever does. And also, apparently, there is a video of a hero cat who has come to the rescue of a human owner locked out of the house without keys. You want to see how the cat got him out? Apparently, you can go watch this video on the wow. Good News Network. Well, even the cats are becoming more altruistic. Isn't that And fantastic? you know the universe is going in a good direction <laughs> when the cats <laughs> help other people out. Because they're clearly evil. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, uh, please... Um, uh, obviously subscribe to this podcast but you know what go and check out our Facebook page as well the Foreign Influence Podcast Facebook page where you can chat to us after this uh, we've launched a Patreon I'll put that link in there if you like what you hear uh, maybe you'd even consider contributing to the show a little bit but the biggest contribution and we ask very very nicely is if you like what you hear share it sharing is caring sharing is caring so thanks for listening everybody and uh, we'll be back soon talk soon